1025 The Bone. It is the Mike Calta Show. 709 on a Monday morning. It's Galvin Spanish, Carmen Gio, Pap Pap all here. Mike is off this week. We will be here uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday live, and then best of Thursday and Friday as Carmen goes on her hiking adventure. You excited about it? Hello? Oh, she's not there. Oh, <laughs> she's not even there. No. Either they're Spanish, yeah. She's Come going. on! I'm not excited about her trip. No. If you're asking me. <laughs> I guess Carmen's probably getting Uber Eats right now or something. Yeah. Maybe she's in the bathroom. That's what oh, I was doing. Oh, boy. Good news for everyone. I asked her. I came back from break. You weren't there, by the way, Spanish. <laughs> I know. I, I had a little poop emergency. And I was talking to Carmen, asking her a question, and she wasn't there either. <laughs> You guys are really letting me down. I, I'm so sorry. Mm. Those kebabs, man. I think we put a little too much spice on them than we should have. What uh, what kind of kebabs were they? Beef? Beef and chicken. The chicken were... Uh, Karishma ate all the chicken, so there's there was beef left, which I had last night uh, for dinner. Little leftovers for dinner. Mm-hmm. And they were very spicy. I think because they were sitting in the spices, they became spicier in the fridge. It seems like that, Ooh. doesn't it? Like, it uh, really does. Like spaghetti is always good you know, a day or two afterwards because it seems like everything mixes together. I think the spicy stuff gets more spicy as it sits in the refrigerator. I did not like it, and I am not liking it this morning. Mm. Oh, well, it's always good to have real spicy uh, stuff early uh, in the morning. Dude, I got acid reflux, so I ate it. I like I have to eat early, and then I, I can't lay down for three hours after I eat, so I try to eat around like six or seven. So I ate it, and dude, for those first two hours that I was sitting there, we were watching Marrying Millions, which is just smut TV on Hulu, mm-hmm. and I could not get comfortable no matter what I was doing. I was like, oh, my God. There's a fire in my belly. Mm. I see Carmen is back now. Carmen, I was yeah. asking you questions and you weren't there. Were you pooping? <laughs> I was just in the bathroom. I didn't see your text mm. about us coming back. Mm-hmm. And I can't hear when we come back until you're on air. All right. Well, now you don't so. know what I asked you. Okay. I asked you if you wanted a million dollars and you didn't answer. Well, so I you don't, you don't get have it. a million dollars to give You me, don't know. So. You don't know. I do By the know. way, totally playing um, <laughs> scratch off tickets all the time now. Like oh, I've always I've always played the Powerball and scratch off every once in a while, but now that we know somebody who won a million dollars, which probably decreases my odds. You know what I mean? Knowing somebody that's won, uh, I, I'm still playing way more now. <laughs> you might as well. Well, you, you got to go to the website and see which jackpots are still available because that increases your I odds. know. Yeah, I was thinking about that, too. But uh, I actually went to the website and was looking around, but I couldn't find it. I'm sure that there's an easier way to do it. <laughs> but I got a, a Gold Rush ticket the other day. Oh. Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Oh, no. <clears throat> Not even close to any of the numbers. Uh, How that's much it. is that one? Uh, 20. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's an exciting weekend, though. You know, you got no plans, and all of a sudden you win a million dollars. Hey, oh, yeah, that would be a very exciting weekend. That's better than I don't know, whatever. I played else. the uh, I played the crossword one, which I didn't even realize it was a cross. It was a lot of work. Those crossword, <laughs> it's really it's too much work. Like you just want to scratch off some numbers, yeah. and hopefully get a big money bag or something. <laughs> the crossword was you have to use your letters and the letters that are there and this oh, and cro- and I was like, oh, but I won fifty bucks, actually sixty bucks. I knew that I won fifty, but I gave to my wife and I go here just cash this in and take the money and I go it's a, it's at least 50 but you know they check it and uh she goes oh it wound up being 60 and I was like oh sweet oh. meanwhile it was probably like 80,000 she yeah. was like no it was 60 here's 10 back idiot uh uh-huh, dude <laughs> I was just thinking about that so you don't even really need to I mean I guess you do have to scratch them off but you have the uh 
cashier check it because they did a little scratch off thing barcode on the back. Uh, I guess that's true. And it tells you. So you could just buy it and walk up to them and go, did I win anything? Uh, yeah, that's a good point, actually. It takes all the work. I see, because I'm like you. I don't want to have to, uh, don't give me a mind game to win money. I just want to scratch it and get the, uh, get the cash money. It's kind of like all gambling. Right. Do you ever play three-card poker? You oh, can I play it and leave your cards down and yeah. just see if you win. I'm right. worse at three-card poker. So I just looked up the $20 version of Gold Rush. Uh-huh. There were six total grand prize jackpots, and there was one remaining. Oh, Ooh. only one? Well, that's Yeah, nice. there's one, one left. Yeah. <laughs> I'll send you this link. I'll send you this uh, link here that shows you all the stuff. Okay, yeah. yeah I think Isaiah do. has it pulled up here as well. Yeah, so you definitely want to get when they replenish, when they're like, all right, there is uh, 300 out there, and only uh, one has been claimed. You know what I mean? Like. Right here, the $5 million cash word, which I'm guessing is that big, long crossword puzzle. It's a pain in the ass. Uh-huh. That's $20, and there's still eight of eight jackpots available. Oh, really? Five, okay. So there's still eight $5 million jackpots out there. Because nobody wants to play this stupid crossword. If my yeah. math is correct, that's $40 million. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like that? Uh, that's great. <laughs> All right, well, I don't like to play the crossword, but if it still has eight available $5 million, I may be playing crossword. Yeah, I might as well. All right, it is uh, 714 on the Mike Kelton Show. Time to check in with me and do a little news. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Kelton Show. Today's news, of course, is brought to you by our friends at Pelts Shoes. All seven Pelts locations back open, ready to go. So if you're looking for some shoes, which Carmen... Yes. If you're looking for some shoes, you're going hiking and doing all that stuff, stop in the Pelts. Get in there. Do it. I, def- I definitely need to go probably yeah. today yeah. since I leave Thursday. <laughs> and whisper to them. Make sure you whisper. Calvin. Just like that. You get 10% <laughs> off. You get the perfect fit. They can even socially distance size your foot. Everybody's worried about touching stuff. They can look at you, tell you. They're very safe in there. They're making sure everything is safe so you have a safe shopping experience. So stop in the pelts. Get yourself 10% off and get some new shoes. Uh, there was an earthquake, a rare 5.1 earthquake. Not in California. No, this hit North Carolina and its surrounding states yesterday morning. It was centered near the town of Sparta, North Carolina, about 100 miles north of Charlotte. The mayor of Sparta talked about how they uh, felt a few earthquakes last over the last few days, but not nearly as big as this one. Here is the uh, mayor talking about that. Just like a, a little bit of a rumble this morning, about 8 o'clock, the first tremors come through. Uh, it was like riding one of those waves where it just lifts you up and sets you back down and sounded like a locomotive actually going by the house. We understand that it was a 5.1, and that makes the fourth earthquake that we've actually had in the last two days. We had two yesterday at 2.6 and 2.7. Had another one this morning at uh, 1.57 a.m. that was a 2.6. So uh, it's been pretty active here. That's got to be pretty scary. Oh, terrifying. And I got to tell you, I, you know, I know people have different accents and stuff, but it's hard to take that guy seriously with that accent. <laughs> like he's in charge. You're like, oh, boy, this isn't good. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it just for some reason, that accent to me, because people make fun of it and stuff, sounds dumb. Like you could have the dumbest English guy in the world, but if he's going to do brain surgery, I'm like, oh, thank God. Yeah, this guy sounds, <laughs> he sounds smart just the way he's talking. Uh-huh. Uh, has anybody been through an earthquake? I have not. Thank I God. No. I would cry like a girl. I have been, obviously, through hurricanes, tornado, which I saw my neighbor's roof got tore off. And when I say my neighbor, it was like, you know, 
uh, probably about an eighth of a mile away. So it wasn't next door neighbor, but it was a friend of ours, and we just watched their roof get torn off. I'm trying to think of like what well, I've oh. never been through a mudslide. Oh, thank like God. Yeah. Mudslide would also be terrifying, I feel like, because then it's like an avalanche. You're just watching it come at you, and there's nowhere to go. Right. Well, there was the one person, remember we had talked about this, I think they were dealing with the hurricane, and they got out, and they went to, like, Pennsylvania, and then died in a mudslide. Oh, And it was like, your, no. your time's up. Yeah. You, you have been chosen <laughs> to be taken oh, out. That is some Final Destination nonsense right there. You know, it's funny because you think of different places have different stuff. Like in the Midwest, they have tornadoes. Yeah. Down here, we have hurricanes. Then you have mudslides. Then you have wildfires. You know, yeah. it's like no matter where you move, there's something that's going to get you. I know, and I but this this uh, the conspiracy theorists out there are saying this is part of the pole shifting, which is somewhat it is backed up by science because what the pole shifting means things like the tectonic plates are moving and the weather patterns are moving. Uh, so that's that's been a lot of stuff on Reddit this past weekend after the hur- after the earthquake. Mm. We'll see if anything else happens. I know. Twenty remember uh, Helium J said twenty twenty three extinction level nope. event. Here we go. Yeah, nope. he can't. He's already. He's out. No, yeah, he's made too many predictions that didn't come true. <laughs> also, murder hornets. Oh my God! Uh, President Trump on Sunday night denied reports the White House had reached out to the governor of South Dakota about adding his face. <laughs> To Mount Rushmore. <laughs> the New York Times reported earlier Sunday that a White House aide had contacted the office of the South Dakota governor uh, in 2019 to ask about the process for adding new presidents to Mount Rushmore. The report was uh, uh, picked up by other news outlets, uh, including CNN. Uh, Trump retweeting CNN's headline called the reports, quote, fake news. Though he added that he, it quote sounded like a good idea to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is the kind of thing where I don't know. I I could see him doing this just to get a rise out of people, you know, just inquiring about what it would take. But I could also see the other side of it where they're just making stuff up about if you know, like, what if it, there was an intern at the White House that was trying to get ahead and was like, "I'm going to do this for Trump, and if it goes through, he's going to love me forever." It could be something like that. Where now well, they're saying that he's personally asking. Asking about having it done. But here's the thing is the uh, uh, governor of South Dakota said she had met Trump and was talking to him. And he said that that has always been his dream was to be on Mount Rushmore. I mean, I could see that. I, you know, I don't deny that part. Yeah. I could totally I mean, see that. You, know, you think about the ego and him putting yeah, his name oh, on yeah. all the buildings. Like his face <laughs> right. on the side of a mountain seems like right intact with all that type oh, of stuff. Oh, for sure. And this video that Joe is showing is totally true where he would not want to be the same as it. He would have his, his face plated with gold for yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sturgis, you know, the uh, big bike rally that happens, thousands of bikers poured into the small, uh, uh, small South Dakota city of Sturgis on Friday as the 80th Sturgis motorcycle rally rumbled to life despite fears it could lead to a massive corona outbreak. The rally could become one of the largest public gatherings since the pandemic began, with the organizers expecting 250,000 people from all over the country to make their way to Sturgis during the 10-day event. That would be roughly half the number of previous years, but local residents and a few bikers worry that the crowds could create a, quote, super spreader event. The Associated Press says uh, most people at the Sturgis motorcycle rally aren't wearing masks, 
and a reporter actually talked to a few different bikers that didn't seem too worried about it. And one guy who made quite the statement uh, about it here is a few of those guys speaking. You come here for the riding, the hills and the scenery, and you know it's just like goosebumps. Um, no, we didn't take any precautions um, as we normally don't. We think the majority of this situation is manufactured. There's ulterior motives behind it, so we're not concerned. Uh, apparently, they were riding on the back of the motorcycle while they got this audio. But if you listen to this guy, <laughs> listen to what he says. We think the majority of this situation is manufactured. There's it's manufactured. Oh boy, that's not how you say that word. Uh, manufactured. I, I could see. I understand his point. Where he, to an extent, people are using this virus to politi- to be pol- a political tool, but also like science is real and spreading uh, yeah. of the virus is can done in large agree, crowds. Can we all agree? Can we all agree if you get uh, two hundred fifty thousand people together and they're not wearing masks, that's probably not a good thing. Yeah, right. uh, yeah, like you know. I understand that people are upset that some governors are saying you can't, you know, congregate for religious reasons, but the protesting is okay and they'll allow that. Mm -hmm. But you can't just deny science and say that Mm -hmm. crowds are not a a bad thing. Uh, A Massachusetts hotline set up to enforce coronavirus safety guidelines instead received profanity, fake reports, <laughs> and porn from residents who are fed up yeah. with the rules. Uh, it's similar to what happened in April when New York City launched a similar effort. Uh, it didn't take long for things to go downhill for Governor Charlie Baker's compliance hotline. In just a matter of hours, there was a picture of a penis from an account dubbed Good German. Uh, people slamming the hotline as a rat line and complaints about unmasked dogs and gripes about Baker's lack of masks during a news conference. Overall, the bogus messages amounted to about a dozen out of more than 900 reports. See, this goes to all those people that ever think that we're going to have some type of secret police that are going to be policing us. There's no way because people would just do this all the time. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whenever you leave it up to people, it's, yeah. you know, let's make prank phone calls. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, today, New Zealand marked 100 days, well, actually this was yesterday, without community transmission of COVID-19. From the first known case imported into New Zealand on February 26th to the last case of community transmission detected on May 1st, elimination took about 65 days. New Zealand ri- relied on three types of measures to get rid of the virus. One was ongoing border controls to stop COVID-19 from entering the country. Uh, number two was a lockdown and physical distancing to stop community transmission. And three, case-based controls using testing, contact tracing, and quarantine. So I also like would like to point out uh, that the population of New Zealand is I will tell you in one second is it's like four five point, million. Yeah, it's four point eight million, mm-hmm. and the population of the state of Florida alone is twenty one million people. Yeah, I get so, it. I mean, that's a big part of it is that there's not as many people and they're spread out. So more. when are we moving to New Zealand? Was my next follow up question. <laughs> we are, so, we are not because they do not <laughs> no. want us there. They do not want us there, especially the, Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm with Carmen. I'm from Michigan, so. Yep. <laughs> no. They did. They right. did like an actual lockdown 
as opposed to what was done here, which wasn't really a lockdown. You know, you could still go out, go to the grocery store, do right. things. You know, that was like what South um, uh, South Korea did. I sent that picture to Carmen, where they w- they was it was like what you're saying, Gio. They wouldn't let you out, and they would bring you all of your supplies, yeah. yeah, to to your door. But you know what? They didn't bring booze. Was the only thing I noticed. No but I think that's a big thing, obviously, is the population is way less and they're spread out a lot more. But yeah. also, if you have, you know, five million people that listen to you, right. that's a great thing. But like you <laughs> said, you know, we have so many people. So out of that five million, I'm sure that there is, you know, a thousand that were like, oh, this sucks. But, yeah. you know, did it anyways, whatever. But you have out of here, you have millions of people who are like, this sucks. We're not doing it. And then, you know, the coronavirus just keeps happening. Yeah, it's here to stay. It's so unfortunate. Just everybody just relax. So it could be that or it could be this. The city of Christchurch, New Zealand has an official wizard. Oh, man. Yeah. And he actually gets paid $10,400 a year. No. His name is Ian Brackenberry. Uh, Joe, I believe we have a picture of the wizard. We uh, do. To put up there. Uh, he, he's been practicing wizardry, I <laughs> guess you would call it. Be, this since ni- yep, there he is. Since 1969. Oh, uh, he yeah. even has an apprentice now. Oh, yeah, so maybe that has something to do with New Zealand. They have the wizard over there. Yeah. Uh, by the way, $10,400 a year. I don't know Dude. if that's good money over in New Zealand or not. but. I- I love that every country has its yin and yang. The New Zealand, no more cases of coronavirus, but they have a wizard. So, yeah. t- you know, you win some, you lose some. It's so weird. Uh, but uh, isn't New Zealand where they filmed all, like, Lord of the Rings and all that yeah. stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it makes sense that a wizard's over there. That's Gandalf. Gandalf. Yeah, it's where Gandalf yeah, lives. Dude, dude, it's so ridiculous. Wow. Uh, uh, so if you're a uh, you know up and coming wizard and you want to move over to New Zealand, you can. That's, that's the place to go. Uh, Amazon might have a use for your crumbling neighborhood mall, even if you don't. According to a report from the Wall Street Journal, the e-commerce giant is currently in talks uh, to turn scores of rapidly emptying J.C. Penney's and Sears mall locations into scaled down fulfillment centers. Uh, Simon Property Group, which owns malls across the country, uh, even pre-pandemic, allegedly sought to bring Amazon into at least some of its many locations across the country. Such a deal would provide Amazon with hubs perfect for same-day delivery and uh, might further diminish the status of the uh, mall as a physical shopping destination. Because you see it all the time. You see all these different malls that are shut down or at least big chunks of them like JCPenney's and Sears are shut down. So if Amazon moves into those as fulfillment centers, we could be getting stuff the same day. I'm I'm liking that. New jobs. What's up? Let's do this, Amazon. Because right now, I'm amazed that we get it two days. Sometimes you can order something and you get it the next day, which blows my mind. But if you get it in the same day, oh my God. God. Game changer. Never live in the house. For real, dude. (laughs) I mean, think about that. That is going to make your decision a lot different. Yeah. Because there has been things that I went to buy and it was going to take a week. And I was like, no, I'll just get it from the store or whatever. But if you can get it the next day, you're like, okay, yeah, definitely. If you can get it the same day, you're 100% in. I, I wish that I love Uber Eats, 
but their fees are a bit ridiculous sometimes. I wish Amazon would just take over Uber Eats and get yeah. rid of all their delivery fees and their service fees. It's surprising and, that Amazon doesn't have their own food delivery. Right? I mean, I know that they have the food delivery where you can do groceries and stuff, yeah. but I'm talking Fresh about market. picking up from, but, yeah. But if they did, like, like imagine if there was, like, a, they call it, like, Amazon Kitchen, and it was, like, an actual restaurant that you didn't sit oh, at, but it was, yeah. like, a to-go, and they would just deliver all kinds of foods, you know, to you from the Amazon Kitchen. That would be awesome. Uh, let me ask you this. Is there a setting on Uber Eats or DoorDash where they can't pick up another person's food? I don't think so. Damn. Oh, uh, Uber yeah. Eats has priority, yeah. Oh, they yep. do? But I'll pay if, for it. I don't know if they won't pick up somebody, but they'll deliver your food first if you choose a priority, which I think it's only like a dollar fifty more in most cases. Because mm. I've had it before where I've ordered food, and I go, huh? Where are they going? What is happening? Yeah. And they're way <laughs> over somewhere. And I'm like, oh, that's right. They can pick up somebody else's food. That's yeah. the worst. Joe still has the worst story where he bought ice cream on a hot uh, summer day. <laughs> and they delivered it to him, <laughs> melted on a bicycle. Yeah, the guy was on a bike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no sick. Oh, I mean, that's on Joey. You don't order ice cream from <laughs> What do you mean? Yes, you do. No. Usually no, if it don't. shows up in an air-conditioned car, it's nice. But mm-hmm. some of the guys <laughs> showing up with a couple of melted cubes in a in a brown paper bag, that's not good. Yeah, that shouldn't be legal. No. You shouldn't, like, the bike guy should only be able to deliver from places that are, like, two like minutes away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, especially ice cream. You got, yeah. And if you're the bike guy, you got to go, okay, this guy's ordering from Baskin Robbins or Stone Cold Creamery or whatever. I'm not going to take that because, you know what? I'm on a bike. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm on a bike. <laughs> so did he... He actually give you the ice cream and it was just completely melted or what? Yeah, no, I'm serious. He gave, he handed me a brown paper bag. Inside there were like two small uh, Ziploc bags of ice, all melted. I opened up the ice cream; it's totally uh, melted down. It looked like he ate some of that, it out of it, but he probably didn't. But, what did you, know, you say I'm, to him? Did you say no way? No, I just looked at him and went, "Really? Are you serious? On a bike?" He's like, "Hey, man." I'm like, "All right, no tip." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I no. get it if you're, you know, you're trying to make ends meet, you're, you know, that's your only mode of transportation. But if you're paying for a service, and especially if you're getting ice cream, that's just, I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, last month, a cop in Reno, Nevada accidentally hit another cop with his stun gun, which caused that cop to accidentally shoot a suspect in the Ooh. arm with a real gun. Oh, yeah. Luckily, the guy was treated at a hospital and released, but uh, Reno police just released the chest cam video. It's not great. I watched the video, and there's a lot of stuff that's uh, blocked, and it blacks it out and says this was blocked by whatever this that. (laughs) But it's funny because the guy went to shoot the suspect with a stun gun, missed him, hit his partner, who then (laughs) shot the suspect with a real gun because of the stun gun hitting him. Uh, It's a good turn of events. That is great. Yeah, that is a great turn of events. I'd like to see that in a movie. Uh, This is an update on a story we did a while back. Do you remember the woman who gouged her eyes out because she was on meth and she was going crazy? Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she was was on meth and she ripped her own eyeballs out. We were like, is this real? Like, could you really do that? It was Uh, at a church, right? It may have been. It may have been. Well, the woman who gouged both of her eyes out during a meth-induced psychotic frenzy has received prosthetic eyeballs. What? Yeah. 
two years ago, Kaylee Muthart, uh, then age 21, ripped out her own eyes while a horrified bystander struggled to restrain her. She was rushed to the hospital where the doctor told her that she would be blind for the rest of her life. But now the South Carolina native is clean and healthy. She went to rehab and everything and got clean. And on Wednesday, she received her first pair of prosthetic eyes. That is her looking uh, not towards the camera. <laughs> because, they, I mean, they're, they're fake eyes, but at least they look like regular eyeballs instead of just two. But she two. still can't see. She cannot see. No, they're just, they're, you know, glass or plastic or whatever they are. But it's it's probably more for our benefit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Looking at her so there's not just two holes into her skull, she into her soul. like a demon. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because she ripped her eyeballs out. But, I mean, you know, looks decent. It does. I couldn't imagine waking up out of that meth binge and being like, wait, what did I do? Why can't I see anything? Right. Yeah. Once you got sober and you realized oh. you ripped your own eyeballs out. Oh, my God. What if they came out horrible and they just told her, no, it looks great. Yeah. <laughs> they were yeah. just all messed up. She has no idea. <laughs> They just put, like, from the uh, little mini pool table, they put a couple of eight balls in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it looks great. Uh, uh, Gio, your wife is a teacher. Uh, I know that uh, she's not excited about uh, having to go back and deal with all this stuff, but this is pretty funny. A picture is going viral of a comically bad barrier someone set up in a classroom at the University of Georgia. Uh, take a look at this. It is basically just a sheet of plastic taped to the front of the desk. <laughs> I mean, as soon as you touch that desk, that's fallen over. Oh, that's oh, hilarious. That's, that, that'll do it. That'll keep you safe. Way to go, everybody. Yeah, there's no way I can get over or around that. Oh, Jesus. Uh, do you remember the last uh, week when we talked about those two high school students uh, in Georgia that were suspended because they put the uh, photo out of the crowded hallways? Yes. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, now that school has reported nine cases of coronavirus, so they're shutting down for yeah. two days uh, to try and solve that. Way to go, everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that they're shutting down for two days. Yeah. Two days will do it. Uh, yeah. yeah, totally. <laughs> That's the thing. is, like, It seems like these schools, they don't know what to do when there is like an outbreak. If there's reported cases, then it's like, well, now what do we do? And there's no plan. They just kind of wing it. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess that you try and get the people who uh, have it, quarantine them. They're not allowed back in. I probably have to go through and do a whole cleaning of the school. But then there's people, you know, we know that there's people that won't show symptoms but still have it. And are they all being, t- is everybody tested now? Like yeah, once I, once you have some people, does everyone get tested again? Because that's that, literally going to be happening on a daily basis. That's the thing I don't yeah. get. So how do you determine that a kid... If they have symptoms, so if your kid has a runny nose, then you go get them tested, and then it's, I don't know, it's just, the whole thing is weird. Yeah. I don't know how you keep people accountable to even admit that they have it. If you had no symptoms, do you have to, you know, how many people are going to go back into the school and not say they have it, or get tested at all? Like, I, when I first got it, I don't even think I would have gotten tested unless Spanish had tested positive. That was the only reason I went. Yeah. I was positive walking around. I had no idea. Yeah, I have to go and check and see if I have antibodies to see if I ever had it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. whenever I got tested, I was negative, but I may have had it before then and had no idea. So I got to see whether I have the antibodies or not. I don't know. It's yeah. very confusing. It is very confusing. Uh, this happened in Treasure Island, Florida. A Pinellas County man is facing charges after police say he assaulted a child. 
for wearing a mask at a restaurant. The incident occurred Sunday night at Ricky T's in Treasure Island. Police say a 47-year-old guy named Jason Coppenhaver, we have a picture of him right there on Bone TV, walked up to the boy who was sitting at a table wearing a mask and told him to take off his mask. Police said the suspect, who also asked the child if he could shake his hand, uh, when the boy refused, police say Copenhaver grabbed the boy's arm and got close enough to his face that spit landed on the child. Then police said the suspect told the child, quote, you now have coronavirus. Jesus. After police said that Copenhaver entered the bar and a worker asked him to have a seat, according to the arrest uh, affidavit, Copenhaver was described as intoxicated and was not wearing shoes. Uh, they say he approached the worker in a threatening manner and attempted to strike him twice. The same worker took physical control of Copenhaver, walked him out of the side of the restaurant, and held him on the ground until officers arrived. Copenhaver was arrested on charges of simple battery, battery and disorderly conduct. Police say that uh, he told them he doesn't know if he had the virus and uh, has never been tested. Jesus. Little kid wearing a mask trying to protect himself, and this guy comes up and is spitting on him and grabbing Tensions him. Tensions are high, man. But what, what is your end game? I yeah. just crazy. Just yeah. being a piece of garbage. An idiot. I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't get it either. I don't know, especially with a kid. Like, what is the kid doing? Yeah. You know? Yeah, a real tough guy going yeah. up to a kid. And yeah. You know? Uh, Bill and Melinda Gates announced they're donating $150 billion to make the coronavirus vaccine more affordable in poorer countries around the world. It'll bring the cost down to as little as $3 a dose in 92 countries. Now, of course, this is where everybody says they're implanting stuff into people, right? Yeah, for sure. Bill Gates is uh, trying to control everybody, and he's doing these... uh, Microchips and everybody. Yeah, actually, yeah. The, uh, the real tell will be if uh, if like they force you to get it. That's what they're saying. If the obviously you know if it's not a mandatory vaccine, then it doesn't seem like it's too bad. But if they make it mandatory, like government is forcing you to get the vaccine no matter what, then that's where the authoritarian conspiracy theory. Yeah, that's out. crazy because you think about it. There's going to be a lot of people that do not want to get this vaccine, especially not the first round, like you said, because we don't. It's, it was pushed through these these tests, right? And there, these you know side effects could take years to show up, right? Where you know uh, you get the vaccine and then six months from now you pull your own eyeballs out. Yeah, who knows? You know? But also. Just, not even that. It's just people. You're not telling me what to do. You know those people, the same ones that aren't wearing masks, yeah. are you know going up and grabbing kids and spitting in their faces and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So who knows what's going to happen? I, I have a feeling coronavirus. This is it. This is how we live now for the Maybe. rest of our lives. Because I was reading on uh, on Reddit right now, a lot of people from Australia are trying to get out information. I guess they're on like a real serious lockdown over there where there's police are going and their army is going from door to door to make sure that the people that you have in your home are still there. And you're only allowed one person out of the house at a time for an hour for exercise. One person go to the supermarket. There are a bunch of police checkpoints. They're rounding people up. Now, obviously, I, you know, you, it's hard to tell what's real and what isn't on on Reddit. Mm-hmm. But if stuff like that starts happening over here, it would make you wonder. Obviously, you got both sides. We're, we're just doing it to be safe. But then, of course, you got the other side of it where everyone is wondering, you know, what is this going to lead to with uh, with people just uh, b- taking the rights away from everybody? Yeah, I don't know. The, um, the best meme that I saw over the weekend 
It said the new Norm, and it had Norm from Cheers yeah. instead of the bar with a mask on. <laughs> I saw that. That was great. The yeah. new Norm. Yeah. Which, if that's it, if that's all the new Norm is wearing a mask, I'm kind of digging the mask thing at this point. But, it looks, uh, to me, I don't mind just seeing people's but, eyes. Something as dumb as a mask. Look at all the controversy. Yeah. Just on yeah. That. We just read a story about the guy walking up and ripping off a kid's face. Right. Yeah. Like something right. that something that easy that could could be helpful. And people are like, you know, that this is the the, the uh, topic people want to dig their heels in and not budge on. You know, mm-hmm. all the crazy things that are going on. This is the one that I refuse to let happen. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is the uh, thing I was talking about earlier. Carmen, you might be excited about this, but we may be more excited. Two summers ago, right around this time, a journalist for Mel Magazine wrote a uh, phenomenon that uh, she called Summer Penis. Uh, it's when a guy's junk looks bigger in warmer weather. And urologists have lots of theories about it, uh, but the most convincing one is they say the blood vessels down in that area expand just a little bit uh, more in the summer to regulate heat and the result is junk that looks a little bit bigger uh summer pe- summer penis season is back right now uh <laughs> the temperatures are getting hot right now so it may look a little bit bigger than normal and that's what they call summer penis yeah <clears throat> oh god why not so time to just walk around with no pants on right <laughs> yes, yes. I just, I, I wanted to make sure I didn't get summer penis. <laughs> or I want summer penis? I don't know. I don't know how it works. How do you get summer penis all year round? I uh, just keep like a little uh, heat lamp on it. <laughs> like With sweatpants. Like uh-huh. one, of the, uh, one of the things that they have like the fries put under, you know, yes. just have that. Yeah. Oh, nice. I always worry when you think about like Caliente and some of these nude beaches. Don't they ever worry about getting sunburnt down there? Like, that would be a big concern for me. Yeah. Put sunscreen on, dummy. Yeah. yeah. But that'd be weird, though. <laughs> yeah, plus... Just don't put it on too long. Well, <laughs> and that's the thing is uh, they say nude beaches. One of the big things is put sunscreen on before you're at the beach. Yeah. So you're not real. out there just... Put it <laughs> yeah, on. You're, you're supposed to put it on 20 minutes before you go. So you're supposed to put it on, on at your house right. before you mm-hmm. leave. And then when you get there, reapply it to... Give you a little extra protection. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, I'll reapply. <laughs> <laughs> stare, stare you right in the eyes and reapply. No, officer. I was reapplying my sunscreen. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why were you doing it in the ladies' room? <laughs> uh, this sounds pretty interesting. So Taco Bell is continuing its trend of offering non-traditional Mexican foods. You know, of course, they started selling the French fries a few years ago, and everybody loved those, the nacho fries. Well, now they moved on to chicken wings oh hell yeah someone spotted chicken wings on a menu at taco bell near anaheim california they're called crispy chicken wings and they're covered in some sort of mexican seasoning blend uh they also come with a spicy ranch sauce a box of five costs five dollars uh someone posted a video on youtube and said that they were actually pretty good it's not clear whether taco bell might start offering them in other locations i would imagine they're probably testing them in a few markets and if it goes well we'll uh, see taco bell chicken wings i would I don't do like that. it stay stay in your lane taco bell right. no way taco bell brand they started remember when they did breakfast their breakfast was delightful Gio. yeah well you know burger king had a taco for a while yeah this, really people hated I, I that i remember seeing it yeah People hated that. Yeah, they said it was uh, terrible. Yeah, but I can see that. What has Taco Bell come out with 
that hasn't been good. Thank you, Galvin. Nothing. You know, no, no, I'm really, I'm, I'm uh, honestly asking because they've come out with stuff where you're like French fries, and then those were like the biggest hit. Yeah. Uh, are they still doing the breakfast or no? Yeah, uh, Taco Bell, I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's still delicious. I, I would imagine that they would make the chicken wings pretty good. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're I'm, probably not going to be great, you know, big, right. juicy chicken wings, but they're going to be drive through chicken wings. Yeah. I'm into it. I still, to this day, the best drive-thru, in my opinion, the best drive-thru was Fazoli's, which oh, was yeah. Italian, and they you could get all kind of different pasta and stuff there. Oh, I, yeah. I loved Fazoli's. Listen, they have one out in Plant City. Right. What? And, it's yeah. one of the last ones in Florida. It, well, oh, it's trans. brand new. They just <gasps> built it like a couple years ago. So, like, it may be the last one or maybe one of the first ones in Florida. But it phenomenal when i lived in tallahassee there were fazolis everywhere there was like four or five of them yeah when i was up in uh, louisville for a little while doing radio up there they had fazolis they had white castle and they also had the uh, skyline chili oh skyline chili i used to love yeah that was pretty good i asked my wife over the weekend we were gonna get uh uber eats and i was like uh what do you feel like you want to get a sub or something and she goes yeah and i go what kind and she goes I don't know. I like Quiznos, and I go, cool, you want to go to the airport? Because <laughs> that's like the only <laughs> Quiznos I know of, I think, is in the airport. <laughs> so we did not get Quiznos. No. But I used to love Quiznos. Quiznos was yeah. everywhere. Quiznos, Quiznos was great, everywhere. Yeah. Blimpies was everywhere. Remember those guys? Yeah, I love the toast. Quiznos Toasted Sub was oh. one of my favorite things in the world. They got a pepper bar, too. Oh, yeah, man. Don't forget bar. the pepper bar. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Fizzoli, I would love for you to... Put something in Tampa. That would be great. <laughs> uh, there is a new video game coming out that you guys might be excited about. Uh, it allows you to kill spiders with everything from blow torches to guns to ninja throwing stars. It is called Kill It with Fire. Yes. Have you seen this yet or no? No, but I would totally play this game. <laughs> That's all it is. It's just killing spiders with fire and different yeah. stuff. <laughs> I mean, I hate spiders so, so much. I love... That video of the guy who goes to kill the spider with the broom and oh. lifts it up, and there's like a thousand baby spiders, yes. and he packs his bag, <laughs> and then the space shuttle. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah. What do you do if you hit a spider and it has like a thousand eggs? Oh. oh. You have to move. You're done. Yeah. You yeah. burn, burn that house down. down. Yep. Burn yeah. it. Kill it with fire. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, Simon Cowell, you know, Simon Cowell from American Idol and America's Got Talent and all the different judging things. He broke his back this weekend. Yeah. He fell off an electric bike. Uh, He underwent surgery for five plus hours and a spokesperson spokesperson says he'll be fine. On Twitter, Simon said he should have read the manual first. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Broke his back. <laughs> you know what that is? You just you're just getting old, Simon Cowell. You're just getting old, man. But that's one of those things where you go, maybe Simon Cowell shouldn't be on an electric bike. You for know? sure. Like yeah. somebody around him should have said, mm, don't do that. That's not a good idea for you. I realized this past weekend, so I cannot. So I'm past my soccer days. I yeah. will not play soccer. I can't <laughs> play a pickup game of soccer because just hitting the ball when it was standing still during foot golf, it was too much. It was too much for me. Well, the thing is, is, is those are different muscles. Yeah. That you don't normally use because whenever I was running like crazy and uh, was, you know, doing marathons and stuff, I played in a pickup game, you know, and I played soccer all my life growing up, played soccer my entire life. 
uh, and then went out and played soccer one time, and I was like, oh, my God, and I was so sore because it's different muscles than you normally use. Yeah, it's, it's disastrous. <laughs> but breaking your back, has anybody? do you know anybody that broke their back? That's something you just don't recover from. Uh, like yeah, breaking I, your back or your neck, I, I don't think you ever really recover from that. I have two family members that have broken their necks. Oh. Uh, uh, my, yeah, my cousin Anthony and his mother. His mother fell off, was a horse accident. She fell off a horse and broke her neck. And my cousin Anthony is in construction, and he fell off a ladder and broke his neck. Ugh. And you were right, Galvin. It is if uh, you were never the same. After. Right. Yeah. That's how Superman died. Yeah, for real. Falling off a horse. Uh, so sad. Neck. Yeah. Uh, Carol Baskin does not like the new video. WAP. <laughs> yes, it is. Is it WAP, Carmen? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Have you seen it? Yeah. By Cardi B and uh, yeah. Megan the Stallion because it has exotic cats in it. She says, quote, uh, it glamorizes the idea of rich people having tigers as pets. That makes every ignorant follower want to imitate by doing the same. So she's worried everybody's going to go out and try and buy a tiger. <laughs> Uh, wow! That, did you see the? You didn't see the video, Galvin. It was all over this uh, this past week, and uh, I, I, yeah. I did see some stuff on social media. And was one of the uh, uh, Jenner or uh, yeah. Kardashians yeah. in there? Kylie, yeah. And people were mad about that or something. Yeah, they're saying to take her off, but I mean, she fits in. The amount of plastic surgery that's happened in that video is absolutely right. astounding. Well, they were saying because they want they should have empowered another black female instead of putting someone who's already a billionaire. Oh. Uh, because I guess every every other artist that was featured in the video was also a black female. Yeah. So that's why they can't throw like the can't throw one white girl in there. Yeah. Yep, nope. And I love that they say that they want to empower them, but literally in the video, all they're doing is talking about banging dudes and then shaking their asses in front yes. of the camera. And is it Cardi B that has just massive boobs now? Yes. Yeah. She had, I don't know. Has she had those for a while because they. I don't. I don't know I a mean, lot about her, but they looked ginormous. Yeah, she's always had really large, you know, fake boobies. Uh -huh. But in that video specifically, I feel like, well, the costumes and stuff, obviously, yeah. were made to make them look crazy ginormous. huge. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you had this, Galvin, but did you hear about the Don Lewis's family? I do. Yeah, I have that yeah. coming up next here. Uh, the other thing is, is uh, how is Megan the Stallion walking around? Didn't she get shot in both feet? <laughs> <laughs> was that her? Yeah, right, yeah, her? yeah, yeah. Was well, video I, shot before that, I guess. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming so. Yeah, because I like this is Cardi B's like first new release of a song since like 2018. Oh, oh wow. with yeah, which was her debut album. Mm. And so everyone's been kind of waiting for new music. Like she's been featured on other songs. Is this a good song? Do people like it or no? It's catchy, yeah, but it's very dirty. You can yeah. not play it on the radio. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It'll be radio edit. It's just all instrumental. Yeah. Does basically. WAPS stand for something? Is that like yes, wet ass? Oh, lady oh wow! All right, okay. But, oh, okay. but so they have. So they ha so YouTube actually asked them because they put out the video, and YouTube asked them to make an edited version because the original was so sexualized they didn't want it on there so they have uh wet and gushy oh, is boy. the edited mm. i'm glad i asked yeah yes. yeah <laughs> all right <laughs> enjoy everybody uh so carol baskin <laughs> does not like it though uh and then that's the uh, leads into this the uh, who murdered don lewis 
that question is now displayed way up high on a 50 foot uh, wide and four billboards around Tampa. One of the billboards is a mile from Big Cat Rescue, where Lewis was last seen on August 18, 1997. The family of the millionaire property investor, amateur pilot, and eccentric, eccentric collector of big cats is offering $100,000 for tips that answer that question, who murdered Don Lewis? Uh, Lewis disappeared a day before a scheduled trip to Costa Rica and was never found. He was legally declared dead in 2002. Hillsbury County Sheriff Chad Cronister has said that he believes Lewis was murdered, though the sheriff's office has no evidence to consider anyone a sus- suspect. So if you know anything about it, you could get yourself $100,000. This still is the craziest thing that if if Carol Baskin did murder Don Lewis mm-hmm. and she got away with it for this long and now the Tiger King is what brought it all back around and could be her demise yeah. is one of the best Cinderella stories of all time. Well, if the people from Tiger King or somebody else isn't making a documentary about this, yeah, they're crazy. For real. Yeah. Because it started right after the phenomenon of Tiger King and how huge that was and started out how, you know, all the news clips of people telling, have you watched Tiger King, Tiger King, Tiger King, and then go into this story about Don Lewis because it was brought up by Tiger King. That'd be a great documentary. I would love to watch that. I would. I think I'm going to have to watch Tiger King over again just to get back into it. Yeah, it just it's weird that the way that that happened because it was so big and went away so fast. It and was now, like a week, right? It was for like a week everyone was on uh, and it probably went away. Lo- probably longer than that. Uh but it, it just it's now you look at anything and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah Tiger King. Got yeah. It. Yeah. Be I think because of him. By the way, uh <laughs> yeah. he is not doing well. Oh, the Tiger no? King? No. He's not oh. doing well in uh the prison. Oh boy. Yeah. He's oh, still trying to get Trump to, to pardon, pardon him. him. Yeah. Good luck. But, I mean, how bad does that suck? Because he was such an attention seeker. He wanted right. to spotlight oh, yeah. on him. And now that it is, he's in prison and can't enjoy it at <laughs> can't all. Can't do anything, yeah. He you know be, that is driving him insane. He could be the one doing cameos and doing all that yeah. stuff. Right. What's What's worse, the fact that Tiger King will never get to enjoy his fame or that guy uh, had to watch the other guy blow his head off on accident in the office. I mean... Wh- who'd you rather? Who would you rather be in that situation? Uh, I'd rather not be either of them. <laughs> Is that a choice? Can we do that? Oh, man. Yeah, I like my life. I'm pretty good. Uh, yeah. I'll, stay, I'll stay here. This way. Uh, so baseball is back. They're uh, having uh, nobody in the stands or anything. They have the cardboard cutouts. And, yes, everybody saw the weekend at Bernie's cardboard <laughs> cutouts. Uh, but the Oakland Athletics center, field, center fielder Ramon Lariano was not pleased uh, by the Houston Astros, who hit him with a pitch not once but twice during Sunday's American League West showdown. Brandon Bailey hit him with a pitch in the fifth inning, but tensions escalated from there whenever uh, he hit him, a different pitcher hit him in the seventh, uh, and then this went down, which was a uh, bench-clearing brawl. We have it up on Bone TV. Check this out. You can see Lariano just kind of talking about you know, it looks like I can. Looks like I can feel him releasing the ball in a fashion. Now we've look out, folks. This is not a good idea. This is not a good idea. Mariano 
Seattle sprinted toward the dugout, and this is not good, folks. This is exactly what Major League Baseball said you absolutely yeah. cannot do. Hey, guys, coronavirus. <laughs> Mo Laureano didn't like what he was hearing from the dugout, and he started sprinting right at the dugout. So they cleared out and had a, uh, it didn't look like a brawl. It looked more like a pushing match, whatever. But it was uh, all the guys out on the field all together in a big crowd. And it's like, all right, let's see how many of them get coronavirus now. Yeah, serious. Uh, I don't care about baseball. I never cared about baseball. Uh, Conor McGregor is getting married. The 32-year-old former UFC champion announced the news of his engagement on Saturday, sharing an Instagram photo taken after he popped the question to his longtime girlfriend, Dee Devlin. You can see the picture up on Bone TV. Carmen, take Aww. a look at that ring. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that is a jelly. big old rock. Mm-hmm. How much does that cost? Oh, gosh, yeah. It's pocket change. By the way, I say him. I say former UFC champion because he is retired. Remember oh, that? Yeah, that's right. Again? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, he retired. They were talking to uh, Dana White about um, about uh, Mayweather fighting because he said he wanted to fight and do something with UFC promotions, not necessarily doing you know MMA or anything like that. But they were asking about whether Conor McGregor and Dana White was like Conor's retired. You know, so as far as dealing with that at all, he's retired. But, of course, he knows that that doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. These guys retire and come out of retirement, you know, nine times throughout their career. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. Uh, sticking with UFC, uh, UFC heavyweight Derek the Black Beast Lewis made history on Saturday night with his second-round TKO victory. The Black Beast broke the record for the most KO-TKO finishes in the UFC heavyweight division with 11. He also... Had quite the interesting post-fight <laughs> interview. I don't know if any of you saw this. This is uh, I did. This is Derek, the Black Beast Lewis, after he won his fight and set the record and stuff. This is his post-fight interview. Take a look at this on Bone TV. Of the most knockouts in UFC heavyweight history, my yeah, friend. I gotta take a about. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we'll get to that in a second. Oh, hello. Can you hear me, brother? Oh, yeah, yeah, what's up? <laughs> he had no idea that he was on with the guys, and he was talking to one of the guys off camera, and he said this. Heavyweight history, my yeah, friend. I take a about. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we'll get to that in a second. Oh, hell. oh I do uh, not, hello? <laughs> I do not want to be in the bathroom, and the Black Beast has to go number two. <laughs> no. I know, thank you. I know Galvin probably remembers this, but remember he was also, when he was in a post yes. interview with Joe Rogan, he said, my balls are hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was all wore out and stuff, and he was like, Joe Rogan, my balls are hot. <laughs> <laughs> He's great. He, he really is. Uh, sticking with fighting, the boxing bout between Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. scheduled to take place on September 12th has been postponed. Aww. Yeah, the two boxing legends were poised to meet inside the square circle in a special eight-round exhibition fight next month, but the California-based pay-per-view event billed as Frontline Battle and slated to be streamed on Triller has now been postponed. According to The Ring, the bout will instead take place at the same location, but just two months later, so it's going to be happening now on November 28th. So not, not that big of a deal. When they first announced it, I, I remember we thought, like, man, that's really soon. Yeah. They only yeah. They announced it, like, what, three or four weeks ago, maybe? Right. Yeah, how about that? So you're thinking, like, a two-month buildup. Yeah. So I guess it makes sense. Give it a little more time, build it up, get it going. Uh, has anybody seen Tyson on that Shark Week on any of the promos for that? 
No. I've seen the commercials, yes. He's doing something with Shark Week, you know, where he's fighting a great white, but he's not really. But there's one where he's, like, sitting on the side of a boat with his shirt off. He looks fantastic. Yeah, he's huge, dude. I mean, he is in great shape. It's going to be really interesting, though, because I had uh, retweeted the thing from, uh, I forget what his name is, a boxing guy that I follow. But he was like, for those of you who don't know, you forget Roy Jones Jr. was absolutely amazing. So if this becomes a real fight, uh, we're going to see some interesting stuff, which we all think it's going to. Because when you get champions in there and they're actually fighting, you know, it's an exhibition until it's not an exhibition. You know what I mean? (laughs) So. Speaking of Mike Tyson, I saw the best dentist uh, <laughs> promotion ever. I just said it to you guys. This made me laugh for like 10 minutes. I just saw it. <laughs> yeah. It's a mouth and, uh, you know, a tooth is missing and it says something missing. <laughs> Never have I ever seen any better advertising for a dentist office. I thought that was hilarious. That's good. That's funny. Uh, you know what's funny is uh, I was going to save it for I hate, but uh, I'll just tell you now. Uh, I hate whenever I look at a billboard and it said, see, advertising works. We got your attention. And I'm like, oh, you did yeah. get me. It's like on a bench or on the side of a bus yeah. or wherever. I'm like, ah, oh, you did get me. Now I have to buy a billboard. Is, I don't know. Is that how it works? Yeah. Uh, we got a little bit of this. It's a Mike Kelter Show Death Pool Update. Have you guys heard? Oh, I heard. I know. Former pro wrestler James Harris, otherwise known as Kamala, the Ugandan giant, has died. He was 70 years old. His cause of death was not given. But I had him as an original pick. So that means I get points from his death plus 25 points for the original pick, which now puts me... In third place. Woo! Yeah, I just jumped up. So I get 55 points for that. So now I have a total of 127 points. Uh, current standings right now, Spanish still not on the board. I know. Nothing yet. Nothing it's yet. Terrible. Uh, Carmen, you are now uh, in fourth place with 90 points. Gio is in, I'm sorry, fifth place. Uh, Gio is in fourth place with 109 points. I am in third with 127 Mike is in uh, second with 147, and Super Agent Tony Burton in first place with 185 points. Does Kamala the Ugandan Giant have an action figure? Oh, I don't know. But <laughs> we know he's super famous. If I, if I know who he is, he's right. famous. Yeah. The great thing about over the weekend, you know, uh, R.I.P. Kamala was trending on Twitter, and everybody thought it was Kamala Harris. Right, which is <laughs> interesting because I did not know that his actual name was James Harris. Yeah, so it was a lot of people were thinking that it was, uh, you know, with Joe Biden getting ready to announce his VP pick that somehow, you know, it was a political post. (laughs) Right, which a lot of people actually call her Kamala instead of Kamala. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but that's got to be frustrating. That's a little weird thing, whatever. Yeah, but so not her, not the person who is probably going to be vice president. It was the Ugandan giant Kamala who died (laughs) 70 years old, and now I am in third place. Yeah, everyone's happy for Congratulations. Me. Yeah. Uh, it's been almost how long since we lost Robin Williams, since Robin Williams died? When did that happen? Any guesses? Oh, I was gonna five say, years ago. Yeah, five? I was going to say five or six years. Five or six? Carmen, what I'll, do you think? I'll, I'll take the long shot. Ten. Ten years? Joey, any idea? 
No idea at all. Uh, it's been almost six years. It's almost been oh, six wow. years since we lost Robin Williams. The Oscar, Emmy, Golden Globe, SAG, and Grammy winner died by suicide on August 11, 2014. Uh, in a new documentary, his final days are explored by those closest to him, and details on a neurological disorder that plagued the entertainer are revealed. Uh, the first, first trailer for Robin's Wish, which uh, has been released ahead of the September 1st premiere on Video On Demand, and it includes interviews with Williams' friends and family, as well as old footage of him. Uh, the documentary also touches on widespread media speculation that followed his death, including reports that the actor was depressed and suffering from a uh, massive financial losses. Remember that? That uh, oh, yeah. people were talking about he had to make movies and had to do this because yeah. money. But uh, it turns out he was actually suffering from a rare brain disease called Lewy body dementia that attacks his mind from all sides and stuff. So that that'll sucks. be uh, coming out on September 1st. You can watch that. Oh, poor guy. Uh, filming of the Friends reunion special for HBO Max has been postponed again. <laughs> it was supposed to start shooting this month, but because of coronavirus, it's been postponed again. So they you're going to have to hold on a little bit longer for Friends reunion. They are never going to make that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, Foo Fighters postponed their van tour, one of the few remaining events still on the coronavirus-stricken 2020 live calendar has been canceled due to the COVID-19 pandemic. The van tour was set to uh, visit same cities that Foo Fighters played on their inaugural tour in 1995. While the track revolved around arenas, the band hinted at squeezing in gigs at some smaller venues from that uh, 1995 tour. However, due to coronavirus, the April launch of the uh, van tour was pushed to October. With the pandemic showing no signs of slowing, the band announced on Friday that they have postponed those gigs. They, uh, the postponed gigs will not happen, and the tour has been canceled entirely. Yeah. So won't be seeing Foo Fighters uh, anytime soon. I, I don't think we have concerts ever again. No? Yeah. no. Unless they can come up with some type of, like, uh, like helmet or something you could wear that, <laughs> you know, you circulate your own air type Full of deal. Full space outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all you really need is a helmet that fits to your chest, and then it has a filter on it. You know, you can even add some rave lights in there if you want or something, and some cool light-up gloves. But you just need to uh, filter the air that's coming in. So UV lights, you know, could do it. Yeah. Except for whenever you uh, take a quick turn and you smash into somebody else and then your helmet's been breached <laughs> <laughs> and you're like Matt Damon on Mars. Yeah. You got to put duct tape over it and stuff. Yeah, that's not going to be too great. Uh, no. uh, and finally in news, I have some new music for you guys. Yes. This is new music. Uh, I will tell you that it is uh, COVID-19 based. It is a new song called Quarantine. It is from a uh, band that you're very familiar with. Uh, as soon as you know it, go ahead and yell it out. Here is new music on the Mike Calta Show. It is Blink-182 showing that they're oh, still man. cool by swearing. Yeah. By swearing yeah. songs. Take a listen. Okay. 
do we want songs about COVID nineteen and quarantine and stuff? No, no, no. right? Yeah. I don't. I don't want songs about it. I don't want to see movies about it. I don't want right. to hear stand up comedy about it. <laughs> I, I don't. I just don't want to deal with yeah. it. It's like we get it. We know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're here. We're here. Yeah. We know what's going on. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, that is it for news. Uh, we will take a quick break and we will come back. Um, we do have some stuff to give away, so maybe we'll play a little game. Oh, yeah. any suggestions? Like any suggestions? I mean, I like do we got a little tweet tweet? No, we don't. Okay, so we don't never have mind. that. <laughs> yeah, we don't have that. <laughs> the problem with that, Carmen, is uh, people suck at tweeting. Yes. I think Twitter, oh, yeah, I know. I think the problem is Twitter is going by the wayside, and everybody's yeah. doing the Instagram stuff. So, I don't know, maybe I just start describing pictures, <laughs> and you guys will have to guess what it is. Uh, I mean, we'll, I, like, I like Google Feud. That's me. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe we'll do a little bit of that. We'll talk during the uh, break and figure For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.